Hello. Hello. How are you? <laughs> what are you doing with your face? I don't know. <laughs> Who knows what my face is doing? Hey guys, uh, what's up? Welcome to Do That's Fucked Up. I'm Erin. I'm Nicole. How's everybody doing out there? I hope everybody's great. Um, like well rested, eating well, well rested. Yeah, like doing drinking, all the things. Drinking water. Yeah, very high, like well <laughs> hydrated. It's it's on top of mind for me a lot these days because that's like. You got to stay hydrated when you're pregnant. Mm. What else are you going to do, you know? <laughs> yeah, well, you got to keep that, like, <laughs> belly full of water good so the baby can, like, float and be, like, slosh super around. chill. Yeah, slosh yeah. around. You don't want those levels depleted. No, that's You don't true. want a raisin baby. <laughs> <laughs> a little beef jerky baby. <laughs> yeah, that would be weird. So any any biz this week? Okay, just go to the website, dtfpodcast.com. That's like mm-hmm. only the, the only business I have ever. Yeah. Um, if you can, you know, feel free to check out our Patreon. Mm-hmm. Got um, a lot of fun stuff on there. Mm-hmm. I, I'm going to talk about weird stuff, like how much I love the um, World Cup, probably, for one of our Patreon levels. Oh, nice. <laughs> well, yeah. don't, don't turn everyone off, Aaron. Jeez. I know, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. If you're not turned on by the men in the World Cup, I can't oh, help you. Oh, the men in the World Cup. That's <laughs> yeah. different. That's fine. This is a delightful thing to watch <laughs> if if you like that kind of thing. Uh, I saw a man last night in a romp him, but he No, was, you didn't. Yeah, but he was like making it work for him. He looked good. He was like a thick, nice-looking man and he was okay. like he was like you know, uh, they tried to make the romp him happen and it didn't, but I'm trying to bring it back. And I wanted to be like, if everybody looks that good in a romp him, it would be very popular. <laughs> but I didn't. I, I like held my tongue because I don't know this man. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. <laughs> yeah. And it's weird, though. Maybe I probably would have said that. <laughs> yeah, he might have appreciated the compliment. And then I found out that he used to be a very large man and has lost a lot of weight. So he was like in good shape. He's feeling himself. Yeah. That's good. And you know what? Good for I him. was all for it. I take back everything I've said about the romp him. Good for him. Yeah. Um, that's great. I love it. Mm-hmm. Do your thing. Do whatever you want. Yeah. Do what you want. Put your body. As long as it doesn't hurt anybody. <laughs> um, anything fucked up for you this week? I don't think a romp him's very uh, fucked up. No, but. Uh, okay, well, I was going to say, if I was being honest, my fucked up thing of the week and every week would be the trash fire we're all trying to extinguish. That is mm. the United States of America. It's a rough time, guys. Yeah. Uh, but that's, like, that's very, like, political and uh, a very heavy t- thing. And I think most people that listen to our podcast are, like, on the same page. So Yeah. yeah and this is, like, a fun... But if you're in another country listening to this, just know we understand how yeah. bad it looks. We get the optics of what's happening right now. I think a lot of people do. If you're like in like Australia or something yeah. and you're just like, the fuck is happening over there? These people are trust, a bunch of dum-dums. Trust us. We know. Yeah, <laughs> it's not us. It, look, it looks bad and it is bad. So Dude, I'm getting out there. I'm voting every opportunity I can. Yeah. So not a political podcast, but. No. If you believe that things should change, you should vote. Mm-hmm. And That's it feels, the only way it happens. And it feels good. Yerp. Um, um, oh, yeah. So I don't really have anything except for, like, maybe, like, um, a humble brag, like, celebrity thing or whatever. Ooh, it's not even a humble la, brag. La. It's just, like, I saw someone very famous on the street last night. Tell me who it was. Hamaconda. No, you didn't. The Hamaconda and John Ham. Who it's attached to. <laughs> did you really? No, I didn't see his hamaconda, but I did no, see but John I, Ham. You saw yeah, him, yeah. yeah. He was a specimen. He was sitting with... Uh, Is he so tall or was well, he not he was sitting, standing? He was sitting. Okay. And so, But I was like walking down the street and I saw him at a restaurant and he was with Jack McBrayer, who plays Kenneth on yeah. 30 Rock. Um, and they were at a table together and they were with two other guys, but I didn't immediately recognized who they were so they could have just been anyone but I was like oh my god John Hamm and it, it's just like weird to see people that are like that famous just like 
10 it's feet away. It's yeah. disorienting. It is. And I was like, oh my God. And then someone I was with was like, oh my God, I'm married. But like, if I wasn't, she's like, even though I am, maybe I still would. And I'm, like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh girl, I know. I get it. Uh, Dude, totally. Yeah. And then oh. at the same place, I also saw Justin Long, who was famous in the early 2000s. I was just thinking about him the other day. Ew, why? For, I don't know. <laughs> oh, I think it was because like I had seen Drew Barrymore like on like some like ad uh, or something. And, and they I was, dated, like, right? And they dated. And I was like thinking about Drew Barrymore. And then that led my brain to thinking about how they dated and how random and weird that was. Yeah. That is so weird. Oh. Isn't that weird? I totally forgot about that. That they dated. Yeah. Isn't that so random? And yeah. then why would why would my brain think of that like when I'm thinking of Drew Barrymore? I don't know. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> that is weird. Like that's the connection you make to Drew Barrymore. I'm telling you, man. Oh, man. You know what? He well, looks- she was wearing – She was. it was like probably an ad for fucking Crocs or something. So she's like <laughs> – I was like th- – maybe I was like, why is she doing a, a, the Crocs? And then I was like, well, she does make weird decisions sometimes. And – that was one of them. <laughs> and did you also think of Tom Green and how they were married? Yes. That's yes. weird. Yeah, I always That's remember weird. that. She's got a strange taste in men. Yeah. Well, uh, he looked pretty good, actually. I feel I like... I think he's cute. He's cute. He's very cute. But yeah. you know how he was, like, very awkward looking, like, for a while? Like, yeah, like I a like dodgeball that. era Justin Long was, like, not yeah. cute, I didn't think. I liked a uh, awkward looking dude yeah but he well he was like young and awkward but now that he's like a man yeah like he has he's like, grown into his face yeah. yeah yeah and he looked very totally. nice and he did not look like he was aging poorly or anything so good for good him good for him yeah yeah love it what about you what's your fucked up thing oh well nothing really i um i just <laughs> i have one thing um it's not fucked up it's just like i I feel like, so Queer Eye is like, if you haven't watched that show, everybody, you should get on that shit. I just like, I follow like all of the Fab Fab Five on Instagram. And Anthony, the other day, this angel baby, bless him, he posted a thirst trap picture that is ridiculous. I was, I was like, this man is too hot like I can't handle this it had you feeling things you got that coochie twinge okay first of all (laughs) I got more pregnant somehow even though I'm in my third trimester (laughs) this picture also simultaneously restored the factory the factory settings on my vagina I don't know how (laughs) both of those things happen at the same time just factory reset my vagina just totally brought it back to life even though I'm in my third trimester and also became more pregnant. I don't know. I don't What's know. What's wrong this... with your vagina right now that it needed to be reset? Or 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 you just haven't been feeling it and now you're feeling it again. Yeah, yeah. It's oh, like, yeah, girl. Yeah. You get it. <laughs> it's, it's back to like it's, it's like, you know, mid-2000 settings. <laughs> I don't oh know if you know God. this, but when you're when you're like – eight months pregnant you really don't feel sexual yeah that's <laughs> very <fair>. often <laughs> i don't know he, he and karamo man they're just like these outrageously attractive men and it's just like how dare you <laughs> oh my god i i am like obsessed with tan france right now oh his, tan oh my he god he is so cute and his hair is magical and oh. and it's just like oh man i just he's so precious i don't know but also sexy and like all the I mean, men they're, they're yeah. all wonderful they're all i mean I've, I've been obsessed with jonathan since uh gay, gay of thrones. thrones oh yeah 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 if Ooh. you guys haven't watched that on funny or die that oh. is and you're a fan of game of thrones even if you're not a fan of game of thrones even if you've never watched it before yeah if you if you know like who jonathan is because of queer eye you should consume all the content that he produces and especially Game of Thrones. Yeah, it's so. It's good. wonderful. Oh my he's god, he's so wonderful. He, I saw something today <laughs> that he's like a walking meme, and I was like, yeah, he's so he's so funny, and he's just like unapologetically him. 
Yeah, and just so positive and lovely. Yeah. Yes, honey. Yeah, <laughs> he's so good. Okay, but hang on. Going back to Anthony for a second, because Pete and I have been laughing about this all week. <laughs> okay, everyone kind of rags on him because his recipes are, like, sad. Okay, it's bullshit. I have so many thoughts and feelings about this. Did you see... Did you see the episode, though, where he basically, like, made peanuts? (laughs) (laughs) But, okay, that's not... (laughs) The point of his whole fucking existence on that show is to work within a very limited skill set of these men. Like, he has to be creative with dudes who have no fucking clue what they're doing in the kitchen. Why are you going to teach someone to make peanuts, Aaron? You can at least teach them to make a sandwich or like a fucking scrambled egg. And this- he does teach somebody to make a grilled cheese, so. Okay, but it's an elevated grilled cheese, and I, I am fine with that. But he was like, fucking take these peanuts, throw them in a pan, put in some spice, put in some onions. Put in some cilantro, and then they pour it in a bowl, and then they eat it. I mean, you got it's, but this is like one step at a time for these men. Like they need. There's fucking raw onions in a bowl of peanuts, and he's like serving it to his friends. I'm like, get the fuck out of here! What? Don't you dare come for my Anthony, no precious angel. It was ridiculous but you know what that's what makes me like him even more because it's so stupid it's so endearing i'm like how is he getting paid the same amount of money all these other people are doing oh, like bobby's me, fucking renovating me, bobby <laughs> bobby is over here he's like bobby's over he's here like, like one man show he's like he is like chip and joanna Gaines, yeah fucking remodeling an entire fucking house and he has like two minutes of airtime. Yeah. He's all, and he's Hi, like, I'm Bobby. <laughs> and he's like, at the end, he's just like exhausted and his eyes twitching. And he's like, okay, I hope you like it. And, and then Tan's like, French tuck. And then, yeah. and then Jonathan's like, remember your beard oil. And then, oh, have you seen all those Twitter memes of like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. and then Anthony's like, don't forget your peanuts. <laughs> I can't. It's, oh, it's so good. It's so good. Uh, he's he's not out here trying to teach these men how to make like fucking five course meals. No, all no, right? I get it. I get it. But uh, yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> it was too much. I was like, this is not a meal. I adore him and all his strokes shirts. Yeah. Oh, my. He loves the strokes. He, he loves the strokes. Speaking of strokes. Yeah. Yeah. Girl. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, speaking of really hot people, I went and saw Ocean's 8 uh, oh, the other day. Good? Oh, my God. It's so wonderful. Oh. Um, I just every single woman in that movie was fantastic. And it's oh. just like so nice to like watch a movie that's just like kind of silly and just like very fun and just like enjoy, have an enjoyable like movie going experience but also like be consuming like just inter- being entertained by like really gorgeous women gorgeous funny talented gorgeous funny talented yeah, yeah. um i Char- might see it on charisma. sunday with my mom yeah yeah charisma, charisma. Uniqueness. uniqueness nerve talent <laughs> Um, yeah, you should definitely, like, everybody should see it. It's just fun. Um, and I was, like, I love Kate Blanchett so fucking much. Like, oh she, gosh. to me, is, like, one of the most just insanely beautiful people. And then mm-hmm. Sandra Bullock, I am obsessed with. Obsessed with. Sandy B? <laughs> Sandy B? <laughs> but not in, like, a creepy way. Uh. Oh, like, you're not a stalker or something. Yeah, and that got me thinking. Oh. Do you guys remember when Sandra Bullock had a stalker? Like, (gasps) legit. I didn't know this. Okay. I remember this because it was so fucked up. Oh, my God. When this news came out. So, um, if you didn't know, Sandra Bullock, one of the great actresses of our time, Mm -hmm. actors of our time, Mm -hmm. it has steadily grown a career over, like, decades, and is just, like, a beloved 
wonderful actress, I yeah. think. I think. Um, and human. And she just, like, seems, like, super, like, normal. Yeah. She's, like, very cool. Yeah. She seems very cool. Um, and she, in 2014, this man named Joshua James Corbett, who we don't know too much about, uh, except that he was her stalker, uh, and he was very mentally ill, uh, and in 2014, who knows how long he was obsessed with her, but in 2014, uh, he broke into her home. Oh, like, my God. came into her home. Uh, so June 8th, 2014, uh, she, Sandra Bullock was awoken in, like, the early hours of the morning okay. uh, by some banging noises coming from the third floor of her house oh. in the Hollywood Hills. She was totally alone. She, I, thank I think God. She, yeah, she had she had her kids at the time, but they weren't there. Yo, she just had her son, I think. She, her I don't, son, yeah, yeah, but yeah, he mm-hmm. wasn't there. He wasn't there. Yeah, so she's all by herself. Hears noises, and she's like, "I'm totally alone. There, it can only be somebody in my house." So she yeah. goes into her her. She has, like, a kind of, like, safety door. Well, she poked her head into the hallway first, and she sees yeah, him, she, right? Yeah, she sees him. She sees a man in yeah. her hallway. Yeah. And she, like, slams her bedroom door shut, locks yeah. it. I think the, the bedroom door was, like, a safety door. That's some fucking panic room shit, you guys. Yeah. I mean, I'm interested. Oh, yeah. Um, and she, like, locks herself in, in a closet inside of her room, inside of behind the 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 security door. Yeah. So she's locked in there and she calls 911 and this man, who knows how long he was even in her house because like he might've been hiding like in her attic or something or like in in a room in her house. Like Ew. we don't know. Oh my God. Um, yeah, she was totally freaked out, calls 911 and, uh, police come obviously. Yeah. And, she it's like there's a re- there's recording of of the 911 call on the internet definitely not going to play it here cuz it's like did you listen to-, to it yeah oh. it, it's it's like very disturbing and it's yeah. like i i don't know it just feels like yucky to hear somebody's like very like deep uh distress and panic yeah. to me um i don't like listening to 911 calls like no. it, they really freak me out um because I've had to call 911 multiple times in my life, and yeah. it's, like, a very rough experience. So, yeah. I don't know. I read the transcript, which was more palatable, because you're not hearing, yeah. like, the distress. But you could definitely see, like, she's, like, tr- she's like <clears throat> I, you know, I am I have, like, a safe door on, you know, I, I think I'm okay. And, but then there's a few parts where, like, he bangs on the door to try and get in. And she's, like, is that the police? And they're, like, no, they're not there no. yet. They're like, yeah, don't, yeah, they're like, don't. stay on the line, don't, don't get up, don't, don't open the, the door. door. Yeah, and yeah. she's like, okay, okay, and then she's like, you know, she lives in like a gated, probably house or community, and she's like, do they need the code, this is the code, do they have the code, like, you could tell she's like, freaking out. Yeah, she's freaked out, and it's yeah. just, it's very, it's sad, it's, I don't, I don't, yeah. I feel, it's upsetting. So, yeah. anyway, the cops come, and they come into her home guns drawn and they arrest this this Corbett guy this yeah. uh Joshua James Corbett. Yeah. Uh at the time that they arrest him, he has pictures of her, a notebook with detailed notes about <sighs> his and her comings and goings like which reveal that he'd been lurking outside and around her home for many days. Oh my Sandy B. I know. Uh, a letter addressed to her and uh, a concealed weapons permit in his pockets. When they arrest him. So, and then they also later on went to his home and found a shit ton of illegal weapons uh, in his Montrose home, including two automatic rifles. So, Oh, my God. Really scary. Like, he was, like, he was serious and very, yeah. um, very disturbed. So, he gets charged and he, ha- he has to go to court and all that. And yeah. um, during the court case, they, like they have all these documents that they've like obtained from his home um, and from him, his person from that night. And I think in some of them he had planned to like sexually assault her. Uh, And he talks about how 
he was her husband and like all this shit. Like it's just like very, very, very upsetting. Very scary stuff. I know he was like mentally ill, but it's so weird to me that like like th- that's such an easily fact checkable thing. Like if you're yeah. married to someone, it's like, come on, man. Like we're not dumb here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, he was saying like you're I'm your husband in the eyes of God and like oh, all this oh, shit. Oh, oh, like oh. it's it's like serious delusional stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, so he uh, gets charged with 19 felonies, uh, <gasps> mostly gun and stalking charges. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he, was, he wasn't sent to jail, but he was issued a 10-year protective order that required him to stay away from Bullock. And he was also sentenced to five years probation and treatment at a m- mental health facility, which, you know, I think that's probably the right thing to do. I don't know, yeah. you know... Like, prison's we'll get, not going to help that guy. Yeah. He's sick. Yeah. I, so, it's hard, though. Um, yeah. And we'll get into some of this stuff in a little bit. But, yeah. So, he's he's prosecuted under the law. Um, and oh. it's really scary. And I can't imagine the trauma of after this that... She no. had to go through. I was just it's thinking about that. Like she, you, so upsetting. You're sleeping every night like little baby case do in your panic room, like door shut, <laughs> locked down. Like yeah. out, you would not leave. Yeah, I. I mean, in I, I imagine she had like a security system, like something like I. It, and it's like creepy to think like that a person that you just don't know at all, never seen it before in your life, yeah, just appears in your home and in their mind. You know, they're supposed I, to be there. Yeah, they're supposed yeah. to be there, and they know you. Like, oh, that's... The, in his his mind, he like knows her, and she has no clue who this man is. So that must have been very, very upsetting and traumatic for her. So, oh my god. So when this happened in 2014, I remember being like, oh my god, that's so fucked up. Like, that's poor, poor Sandra Bullock, dude. That's yeah. crazy. Like, she had to go through that. That sucks. Um, and then very recently, uh actually just within this past month mm-hmm. uh he so he corbett goes and goes away seems like everything's quiet for a while he gets uh, treatment he gets treatment he's yeah. being monitored he gets put on medication because mm-hmm. i think he was eventually bi- uh diagnosed as bipo- bipolar schizophrenic uh-huh. uh so he was put on the right meds everything seemed to be fine never heard anything from him but just uh, last month, May 3rd, 2018, uh, he, I think he violated his parole. Yeah. And the cops had to come and, like, serve a warrant for his arrest. Yeah, he missed, like, a, um, a, like court, a appearance. court appearance. Yeah, which is yeah. a violation. Yeah. Yeah. You, ha- you have to, like, abide by everything. And, yeah. Um, so police just, like, go to, the, go to his parents' house, I guess, is where he was living at the time. Yeah. And go to issue him the warrant. But then he, uh, he like, started to freak out and wouldn't let them in. Yeah. And he, like, didn't want to leave with them. And he still somehow had all these guns or had more guns or <sighs> other guns or something and threat. Or maybe he didn't. I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> Oh yeah, well he was threatening to shoot them. Which he was threatening they take to shoot seriously. them seriously. Yeah, you don't say that to a police officer yeah. ever. Yeah, he, he did have a gun. He did have a he gun. Did, at yeah, least one. He did. Yeah. yeah, but who who knows how many or what right, kind? Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, or if they're illegal or not. Um, so he threatens to shoot the police. Big hmm. big no no. Don't want to do that. <laughs> ever. No. Um, and they police call the SWAT team. Oh my god. And this is like this is L.A. County. This they don't fuck around. Like oh, they are very serious. Um, so the SWAT team comes, and um, I think at the time, I don't know like what all the ins and outs were, but it sounds like they were trying to negotiate with him like yeah. for many hours. Yeah, yeah, because it was like like early in the morning when they showed up, like six thirty a.m. or something, and I think like. It's it all kind of came to a head at like ten a.m. or so. So yeah, I think they were like, they got his lawyer on the phone and they were mm. like, you know, get trying to get a list of demands, which Yeesh. is such a weird 
that's such a weird thing, and it makes me think of the movie Airheads. Have you ever seen that? Yeah, I fucking love that movie so much. It's so good with Brendan Fraser and Peak uh, hotness Brendan Fraser. Yeah, yeah. Steve, Steve Buscemi and uh, uh, Adam Steve Sandler. Buscemi. Oh my god, yeah, it's so good. Best. Yeah, it's so good. Um, but yeah, it makes me think of that because it's like, uh, what does he want? It's like a they're like a a helmet full of cheese. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just ridiculous shit. They're just like, like asking for all this weird shit. Like three foot baby bottles, like filled with like <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's like something Giant weird. Giant baby like bottles, yeah. Filled yeah. with cottage cheese or, or yeah. yeah, something I don't know. weird. It's yeah. so weird. But it's like, yeah, it, I don't know. It's so weird because it's like what what would his demands be and like how do you meet them? But I think maybe he lived in the guest house at his parents' house is what I read, and so maybe like they didn't want you know they don't want a shootout to happen so you have to no. negotiate and and be like how are we going to get you out of here and coming with us like what do you, what do you need from us and stuff like that so i don't think anyone's asking for like football helmets with cottage cheese no but, but also it's like it escalated to a point where it was very scary it yeah. sounds like and very intense and um yeah it uh it did escalate to the point where uh, they they eventually had to like they were gonna get they tossed some gas canisters in to smoke them out which yeah. I guess that's standard procedure yeah um what well, at a point I think at like, a point yeah if you're not cooperating yeah, it it like it it was like a standoff that lasted many many hours yeah um, so they entered the house and they found him dead from a self inflicted gunshot wound um <sighs> but yeah he was I. He was a very uh, disturbed person, and it's really sad. Um, yeah. Yeah, and so, um, yeah, I don't know. When they did the autopsy, did you read this, that he had a bunch of, like, stab wounds? Oh, I didn't see that. Oh, Ooh. I read that he had, like, a bunch of self-inflicted stab wounds, mm. which is weird. That's, like, how we read about the guy last. Oh, yeah. Nero? <laughs> yeah, Nero, yeah. Uh, I wonder if he, like, was, like stabbing himself at first and then he's like well this isn't working like you know try i gotta do something more i don't know because i don't know both yeah unless he was like i don't yeah who knows yeah it's sad obviously he was a sick man yeah very sick um i think his lawyer like people who knew him were like he was totally fine when he was on his meds but yeah his the mental health issues that he had really took over and oh yeah i i mean it's shitty. Like, yeah. this whole situation is so sad. Uh, I I don't know. Yeah. You you could tell he tried to get help. and st- I mean, you know, he was functioning f- for a while. Uh, you mean, he, you know, there hadn't been any other incidents with her. Yeah. And so you, he was trying, but. Yeah. And I think in this case it was handled in the best way it could be because uh, so stalking is very, very strange because uh first of all we never really had any laws about it uh until like 1990 so in 1989 um a young actress named rebecca schaefer was murdered by a stalker Um, oh my god yeah and as a result of this the, the and the attempted murder of another actress uh teresa saldana a few years prior to the death of uh rebecca schaefer uh, and then several other low, lower profile, but no less, less horrific stalking related crimes. Uh, it all kind of came to a head in California in 1990, became the first state to criminalize stalking. Oh. So I, it's crazy though, that it was never considered before. Well, which, that's because people don't like women. I feel like, I mean, like, it's like, oh, but it, oh he but, just likes you. <laughs> it's like, well, but you should be flattered. Yeah, well, a majority of the time stalking does happen to women, but it also yeah. happens to men too. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. So, so 1990, finally the first criminal like stalking law on the books, uh, and then three years later, every state in the nation had some sort of stalking law on the books. Wow. Um, and in other states, stalking can be referred to as criminal harassment or criminal menace. So oh. it might might not be like you you might not be using the term stalking per se, but yeah. Uh, and this also led to the Drivers Privacy Protection Act, the oh. DPPA, which was enacted in 1994 uh, in response to numerous cases of drivers' information being abused for criminal activity. 
Um, what does that mean? Which is really scary. Well, before you used to just be able to access people's like address, every <gasps> like everything. Uh, on their license on their license yeah really easily and uh after after the uh, attempted murder of saldana and the murder of schaefer they were like oh nope we need to fix this this is a big big gaping hole where people can be put at risk so yeah so it basically prohibits states, and this is like a national law now, I think, the DPPA. Uh, it prohibits states from disclosing a driver's personal information without permission by the State Department of Motor Vehicles. So, Whoa. <clears throat> yeah, that's crazy. I did not know any of this, and I had no idea also how difficult it is to pursue um, this as a crime, like stalking um, oh, yeah. in general. So it's Dude. just con- it's considered actually controversial because it's a because a conviction doesn't require any physical harm. So it's like you have to present like this really airtight case that you you're being harassed to the point of being stopped. Dude, yeah, I know someone who's had to get a restraining order against another person, and that's so fucking hard. Yeah, like you, it's, it's like you're being victim. You're you're like a victim in this situation someone's Mm -hmm. acting very crazy towards you and you have to like build up a case and like you have to document every time it's kind of like i mean i I get it in case someone is like trying to get some you know i i mean i understand but still it's like a lot of work yeah it's a lot of work and it's really scary too to be going through something like this uh But, and the thing that's so fucked up is that a lot of times this shit uh, really builds and builds and builds until it escalates to a point of, like, actual, you know, violence or something really scary happening, like what what happened to Sandra Bullock. So, um, I don't know. And most of the time, a lot of people, you know, maybe it's somebody that you already know in your life, but sometimes it's somebody who you have no idea knows anything about you. A total and complete stranger, which I think is the most terrifying yeah. thought of all. Um, so there's different types of stalkers, actually. Oh. Um, mm. So. <laughs> What's on the menu? We got. Um, <laughs> so we got a rejected stalker, which is somebody mm. who follows their victim in order to reverse, correct, or avenge a rejection, like a divorce, separation, or like termination from a job um, it doesn't have to do with the person you're stalking like yeah it's like a like an immediate relationship you, that you experience rejection from that person right and that's oh, and see. that and then in turn that type of um victim is somebody who's who's known knows them personally like a a, an, a prior intimate if you will okay um <laughs> yeah so uh a prior intimate yeah that's what the term is um a resentful stalker is somebody who makes a vendetta because of a sense of grievance against the victim, uh, motivated mainly by the desire to frighten and distress the victim. Huh. That's real creepy. Um, <laughs> yeah, that one, I don't know. That's just like, God, get a life. Yeah, <laughs> that's fucked up. Um, uh, and then there's an intimacy seeker who is a type of stalker that seeks to establish an intimate, loving relationship with their victim. Such stalkers often believe that the victim is a long sought after soulmate and they were meant to be together. Oh, that um, sounds like Sandy B and her yeah, stalker. That does sound a lot like him. I yeah. think he, he has like two kind of, there's another, another type that I think he kind of falls into. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's incompetent suitor stalkers who despite poor social or courting skills have a fixation or in some cases a sense of entitlement to an intimate relationship with those who have attracted their amorous interests. Their victims are most often already in a dating relationship with someone else. So incels. Yeah, Yeah, that's exactly who I was thinking of. Oh my God. Uh, And then there's the predatory stalker, which is some, I think we think of in like commonly when we think of a stalker, uh, and this type of stalker spies on the victim in order to prepare and plan an attack, often sexual on the victim. So I think um, Corbett was a kind of mixture between the predatory and intimacy seeker. Oh, that makes sense. Stalker. Yeah. 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 
because uh, he, I think in some written uh, stuff that they had in court that he kind of alluded to planning in a, a sexual assault on Sandra Bullock. So. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. Yuck. Fucking God bless the safe door, bitches. I know. I know. Jesus. And so, like, I hinted at it before, but the types of victims, the prior intimates, casual acquaintances and friends, uh, professional contacts, workplace contacts, strangers, um, and famous people. Those are the types of victims that uh, can be caught so, up in so like and the anyone? object of a stalker. Yeah, literally anybody. <laughs> you just described any any relationship anyone. to anyone. <laughs> Anyone who interacts with other Moral humans. Moral of the story, yeah. Yeah, Anyone. it's so scary. Dude, um, I feel like the internet, too, has, like, made, like, you know, celebrities, it's really, uh, it's really, like, probably easy to become infatuated with a celebrity if, if you, like, are showing these sorts of tendencies because you see them and it's, like, a one-sided relationship and you think you know them and all that stuff. Yeah. But I feel like then the internet has brought probably a whole new layer to, like, regular people being stalked. Yeah. Because, like, you, you know, people kind of put themselves out there a little more and, like, it's... Yeah, it, when you, if you have, like, any kind of, like, social media presence, yeah. like, you... How, like people have access to your shit um so i don't know it's yeah. it's weird um oh my god and then the more i was like reading about like all these the psychology of this um i went down a little rabbit hole of um learning about um the stages of of like kind of this absorption that stalkers go through uh-huh. so um there's states of absorption and addiction but there are three steps that you kind of move through or like that a a actual that get you to the point of being an actual stalker I guess so the first (laughs) (laughs) the first stage is the entertainment and social phase phase which is like step one entertainment and social (laughs) yeah (laughs) how to be a stalker Uh, the entertainment and social phase, which is like voluntary escapism and can easily be turned off. So like, you know, maybe like you are casually just like observing your favorite musician or whatever. And you're like, learn all you can about them or whatever. And it's, and it's it's fun. Mm -hmm. Um, the next though is intent, the intense personal stage where people start withdrawing. Uh, that's where people start to feel close personal. And this is all according to this man named Jim Horan, uh, a psychologist with uh, Athos Consulting Group. Um, he's a published expert on celebrity culture and stalking. Uh, oh. So uh, that's uh, where all this is coming from. Is he a self-proclaimed expert? <laughs> <laughs> no, he's a, he's a psychologist. Oh, okay. Uh, all right, all right. He's a this real person. This isn't bus driver science. No, no, no. All right, um, cool, cool, cool. Uh, the next... Oh, sorry. We already said that. The so the in- intense personal stage is like you start feeling a close personal relationship with the celebrity, Mm-mm. and then it starts <laughs> to get close to addiction. So it's like I don't know how how you move from being you know I I think some people just like really get caught up and then they're like we have so much in common like yeah our, our personal lives I don't know or or whatever it starts so, to become like a fixation. Yeah, a fixation. Yeah. And then it moves into the borderline pathological phase. Uh, the the addiction intensifies. Like, you're addicted to uh, learning and knowing all you can about this person. Uh, and it's when impulsive behavior and stalking begins. So, um, and then this Haran guy says, worshipers who reach this stage begin to have thoughts like, if my favorite celebrity asked me to do something illegal as a favor, I would probably do it. Oh, no. Yikes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I, yeah, there's a lot of, like, stuff that leads to becoming, like, this, yeah. this, like, this intense of a, have this intense of a fixation on somebody. Because I'm like, oh, you know, you know those people in your office or whatever, and they're, like, super obsessed with Taylor Swift or something. And you're like, mm-hmm. that's kind of weird. And then they, like, go go to the show, like, go to her shows every time she's in town or maybe, like, a, you know, like, a signing she does or, like, but they're not, like, looking for her house 
or right you know they're yeah. not like they're not like trying to be where they think she'll be late like all the time yeah yeah they're, yeah they just like really like feel a connection but it never progresses past the like crazy stage yeah and i think a lot of people like especially now and on social media they they get to the point where they you know have you seen like where like Taylor Swift or Beyonce fans just like attack like a, a oh, person yeah and it gets like really wild sometimes the Bayhive. yeah and and it's like uh or like I don't know they just they just go for it and like sometimes people take that way too far and like yeah. find out personal like, information I'll about kill other you people. if you say anything about Beyonce again yeah it's, it's like so, oh my god it's so much it's so much well um, and that's what's hard about social media too because we feel like we do know celebrities these days because true because before you would only ever kind of hear about them in interviews and you'd only ever see them when they're in character like in movies and shows and stuff you'd right you didn't get the access that you have now so now you feel like and it like it, it shows you where they are and stuff it's like scary yeah it's you gotta really be careful you have to be really careful. Um, and that's the thing. When you're out in the public eye, like, you have a greater chance of being yeah. a, a target of somebody's, uh, I don't know, fixation. Right. Um, so, yeah. Who knows? Uh, and speaking of, like, other just being out there in the in the public, uh, there's a lot of celebrities who have had, like, run-ins with their stalkers or have, you know, had to shut some shit down with some of their stalkers, so. Um, you're not famous unless you've had a stalker. Okay. Oh, Kurt. I can't do that. Oh, Kurt. <laughs> yeah, I can't do it. You can't roll your tongue? No, my tongue's too short. And like, oh, yeah. Yeah, and like the little tendon thing is like too far forward, so I can't do it. Oh, yeah. sweet I might have angel. them cut it when I get my jaw surgery. But also it doesn't bother me and I don't want to choke on my tongue. You mean... You can't stick your tongue out at all, though. I know. <laughs> but why do I need to? Ew, you can stick yours out too far. So you can do stuff uh, with your tongue. <laughs> I don't need to. <laughs> uh, um, I don't need to. I don't want to. I don't have to. All right, then. Um, yeah, but some of the most popular run-ins that come to mind, uh, John Lennon. Oh, that did that not end well. That was a rough, a rough time. Um, yeah. Selena. Yeah. Yolanda. Fucking Fucking Yolanda. Bitch. Fuck she, you, Yolanda. Is she still alive? Yolanda's I think prison. she died. Oh, she did? I think so. Good. Like recently. Hold on. I'm going to look that up. Cause... I think maybe she did. Yeah. What was her name? Yolanda Salazar? Yeah. Sal- Sa- Saldivar? Saldivar. Yeah, yeah Saldivar. Uh oh no! I think she's still alive. She's oh in... fuck her! Yeah, she's still in prison though. She's uh eligible Forever. for parole in uh twenty twenty five. Shut up! Yeah. Oh my she, god. She ain't getting out. There's been like a Selena resurgence lately, and I like it. I just I love Selena so much. Me too. Uh, Should have worn my Selena shirt today. Shit. Oh shit. That'd be kind of creepy though. Um. <laughs> You stalker. I know. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Let's see. I love her so much. Um, oh, Taylor Swift. Um, recently, the dude broke into her house and slept in her bed and used her fucking shower. I mean, she oh. wasn't there, obviously. But oh, hell no. It's like some fucking creepy lock shit over here. Fucking creepy locks. <laughs> oh, my God. God damn it. Why? Uh, like, oh, slept in your bed? I... Oh, no, 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 no. I used to get upset when I'd have, like, friends over, and they'd even, like, sit on my bed. <laughs> I'm like, Why? Because oh, I don't want their, like, germy butts on my bed. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't oh like gosh. people touching my stuff. I don't know what that says about me. Maybe our friend Dr. Christine will tell me what that means. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. I, that's funny. Um, <laughs> Malia Obama has a stalker. Oh, um, no. How dare this man, like, get get out of here. Yeah. Like, and also, like, she still has Secret Service, like, like, 
following her. Well, fucking Secret Service, why are you sleeping on the job? You got to nip this shit in the bud. I mean, he was like, this man was like following her all over New York. It's creepy. Oh. Uh, Madonna had a very scary stalker for a long time. Oh, no. um, but he was caught and put in a mental health facility, which he escaped. But then he was caught really quickly. So oh, good. Um, Michael Douglas, um, he actually did have a, a real life stalker uh, who is literally inspired by fatal attraction oh no yeah so that's life imitating art i guess oh my Um, god uh if you could call fatal attraction art i don't know yeah it's a film (laughs) it's a film a film a film uh david letterman his stalker fucking stole his porsche out of his driveway oh my god and like joy wrote it around new york and I don't know. Maybe they just wanted the car. They're like, whatever. I, I don't know. I think she'd <laughs> been sending him like weird letters forever. And oh, yeah. Yuck. Yeah. Uh, Rihanna. Oh, she, Riri. I didn't know this one. You say yeah. this one. Oh, she, someone, she had a stalker and he like broke into her house by throwing a, like a chair through a window or like oh a glass God. door in the Hollywood Hills. And then he was there for like 12 hours. And then. What? Yeah. He he stayed there overnight, was there for 12 hours. And you know Where? who found him the next day? The fucking personal assistant. Bitch, I am not paid that much to find uh-uh. your fucking stalker in your house. Jesus, goddamn Christ. Like, also, where's the alarm system? I know. I don't understand. I think a lot of these celebrities live in, like, gated communities that have security people, so they assume, like... Yeah, they're, like, fine. Fine. But, but you know, they can't be watching the entire perimeter all the time, even if it's on cameras and stuff. Like, you look down, take a bite of your sandwich, and, it like, someone could jump the fence. Right. I mean, and that was, like, kind of the argument, if you could call it an argument, that uh, Sandra Bullock's stalker made, was that he only wanted to uh, break in and, like, be get himself in the house so she could see how unsafe the security measures were around mm-hmm. her. And he I wanted mean, her to be safe. And it's like, um, yeah, okay. It worked. It worked. It worked. <laughs> yeah, she was like, okay. Thankfully, she was safe. She had that safe door on her bedroom. I, fucking yes. I want a safe door, dude. I want a safe door. I have I have a fucking security system. I mean, you kind of have oh, to in yeah. DC, but yeah. uh, like I don't feel like I need anything else. But I don't know. I'm kind of interested in a safe door now. I would, <laughs> yeah, I would be. I I was just saying to Pete, yet like yesterday morning we were leaving the house, and I was like, I'm so glad our apartment is like inside, like you, like it's in an inner hallway. So there's yeah, like yeah, a yeah. few different like security measures that you have to like get through to get to our apartment which less for like security more for like if it's raining and stuff like <laughs> that just sucks <laughs> but also like no one can just come to our front door which yeah, i like yeah yeah like no one no like no fucking mormons or whatever no anyone's like <laughs> mormons you you, jehovah's you, witnesses yeah jehovah's mean. witnesses whatever you can't just like knock on our door no and solicitors like, yeah yeah uh-huh. it's nice it's great it's yeah. great um who else uh, miley cyrus uh, he told the police they were secretly engaged. False. Um, Alec Baldwin had a stalker who is actually a Canadian actress. Oh. Um, named Genevieve Saborin. Saborin? That's kind of fun. Saborin. Uh, she was sentenced to a seven-month jail stint in Rikers Island after a judge found her guilty of stalking in November 2013. Uh, she consistently harassed Alec Baldwin with emails and insisted that they were involved in a romantic relationship, which Alec Baldwin denied. So Um, that's crazy. Is that stalking or more like frustration that she wasn't that famous? Because like, (laughs) I don't know why, why Alec Baldwin though? Like, I'm sorry. (laughs) Especially like what, when was this? Oh, oh, 2013. 2013. He didn't have shit going on. He was like bloated and scary. (laughs) And screaming at his daughter on this, like leaving her evil, like pig text yeah, the yeah. pig voicemail. Uh, Uma Thurman, she had a stalker who stalked her for many years, and he even sent weird threatening emails to her dad, which, the fuck? Oh, I don't remember that, but I remember her having a stalker. Yeah, I think he, like, ended up going to jail eventually. Uh, yeah. And then this one, 
this one's one of the more fucked up ones. Justin Biebs. Uh, that is Justin, fucked up. Oh. Justin Bieber had a, a dude who stalked him, uh, and he was a uh, convicted child rapist oh. and murderer who grew angry with Bieber for not responding to his letters sent from jail. And oh, so no. he, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, dude. Nobody <laughs> in their right mind would respond to a child rapist and murderer sending them letters. What the fuck? I mean, from jail. It's like, yeah, from jail. It's like, like I, you'll never catch me saying this again, but poor Justin Bieber. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. But let's be real. He has millions of stalkers. They're called believers. And those <laughs> girls are fucking crazy. Okay. Yeah. Oh, poor babies. They don't know what's good for them. Uh, but yeah, so he, this guy recruited another dude on from the outside, I guess, to, he like wanted him to kill Justin Bieber for him. Oh my God. But obviously that didn't work. He got caught and um, I think probably tacked on a few more years to his uh, jail sentence of 978 years <laughs> for his previous crimes. So... That guy's day input. What's a couple more? I mean, what's a couple you more? Might as well I mean, tr- like go for the gold. If you listen, if you're in jail for almost a thousand years, why not try to figure out how to murder Justin Bieber? I don't know. Oh my god, it's, how do you get that many years? He must have like diddled a ton of kids or something. Oh, I think this guy is the worst of the worst oh no well child child rapist and murderer how has he not been killed in prison yet like that's my question the where's the justice he's probably in like solitary confinement oh i I wouldn't doubt it but especially now he's trying to hire hitmen and shit (sighs) yeah they're like you cannot ever interact with other humans again (laughs) yeah you're Uh... trying to hire other people to kill justin bieber we can't have this Listen, uh, we're not going to say a lot of people don't want this, but we can't have this. You need to act have like this. a human. <laughs> uh, so wild. Um, yeah, so of course, and this is like sort of my final like uh, cherry on top of this uh, this topic. Episode? Yeah, this we're wrapping episode. it up now. Wrapping it up. So in the course of researching this, of course... <laughs> I find a YouTube video about an Illuminati conspiracy. (laughs) Of course, about how Sandra Bullock's um, stalker, James Corbett, that was his name, right? Um, Yeah. Joshua James Corbett was a blood sacrifice for the Illuminati. Oh my God. So there's, it's stupid. Don't ever, don't search, don't look for this. Don't, (laughs) don't watch it. Uh, my my remaining brain cells are s- slowly giving up the ghost <laughs> after I expose myself to this yeah, toxic you- waste dump of a fucking YouTube video. <laughs> you need to save those brain cells for your baby. Also, is anyone else thinking of John Corbett every time we talk about the, the stalker? I don't, who is that? He's the guy from My Big Fat Greek Wedding with like the oh, longish hair. I love him. I know me too, but I just keep thinking of him and I'm like, wasn't oh. he on Sex in the City too? Yeah, yeah, he was like the guy. I mean, as like well, nice not, guy. not Sex in the City part two, the movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you bitch, you knew I'd like that. Oh my <laughs> I god, knew you would. I knew you would. <laughs> have we talked about it before? I don't know. This is like an old inside joke, though. Oh, my us. God. But it's just funny. We were visiting. Uh, Pete and I visited Aaron once in D.C. And <laughs> could I say this was your ex-boyfriend? Yeah. Oh, OK. Anyway, uh, we were visiting and um, and uh, we were like walking around downtown and like trying to find something to do. And we saw this like Segway tour take off. <laughs> and we're like, let's do that. And then we walked over to the like Segway rental hut and it was called Segs in the City. And we were like, hey, can like we want to get some Segways and like go on a tour. They're like, oh, my God, the last tour just left. I'm so sorry. We're like closing soon. And then Aaron's ex-boyfriend goes, well, do you have another location? Like maybe a Segs in the City, too? <laughs> That was pretty funny. It was, it was a good joke, yeah. It was a good one. Uh, 
Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> Segs in the city, too. Segs in the city, too. I love a good pun. I think we know that by now, but. Good, good seg- segue. Um, <laughs> 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 well, I mean, my final thought on this that is not segue related is, um, <laughs> you know, a lot of stuff happens to celebrities uh, or like. As with a lot of stuff that happens with celebrities, I should say, uh, there's always somebody out there who's just like, who gives a fuck about celebrities with tons of money and a cool life or, you know, whatever. Um, I don't, that's fucking rude, man. Like these people are human beings. They're, they're just trying to live their lives. They're just trying to like do their thing. And there's always, you know, their, their, their job happens to be that, that they entertain us, that they make movies, that they do x y and z but they're in the public spotlight and that's that's a hard thing to to do um and it's it's not like they're complaining about a hangnail this is a scary thing exactly um and and like i said it could happen to anybody like you you could there's probably people out there listening right now that have been victims of stalking and if so like I'm so sorry, and that's so scary. Or if you think you might be being stalked or yeah. you're afraid that's what it's leading to, there's lots of resources online that you can go to to, like, get help. Um, mm. There's uh, – I, I looked into this really briefly, but there is a website called uh, victimsofcrime.org, and they have a specific stalking resource, uh, like, help program that you can go to. Um and there's phone number. It's eight five five four victim. Like you can read about what to do if you think you're in danger. So yeah, if you need that, that's a thing. I don't know. Like it, this can happen to anybody, and everybody deserves to be safe. Like regardless if you're like a celebrity with lots of money or yeah. just a person trying to, you know, walk from your job to your home, which has happened to me before. Oh God. Yeah. Like I don't. I wouldn't call this person a stalker, but like. Like, somebody approached me and was like, I've been watching you every day, and I just wanted to, yeah, I just wanted to tell you that, like, you know, I think you seem really lovely or whatever. Ew! Like, yeah, and it really scared me. Oh really, my really God. scared me to the point where I had to, like, change up my routine. I had yeah. to, like, I, at the time, I was just like, oh, my God, thank you, okay. But it really scared me. Yeah, yeah. And because I don't know this person. I've never seen this person in my life. I was never it a noticed dude? this person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's even worse, too. And I, I don't, I'm not saying this is the same thing as, like, an actual stalker, but, like, that feeling of knowing that somebody's, like, watching you without After, you knowing it. Yeah, like, when you hadn't known, and it's, like, been a while. Yeah, and maybe this person was, like, you know, well-meaning and probably, you know, not like, I don't know. Like, I don't know anything. I don't know. Who knows? But yeah, it's scary. He could, he could have like just worked up the nerve finally to like talk to me or something. But at the same time, it's like, it's not how you do it. <laughs> That's the wrong thing to say. <laughs> yeah. Like I've been watching you for a long time is like what he said to me. And it really, really scared me. So yeah. I don't know. Um, you know that feeling when like you're in your car or something and like, uh, like you're driving or whatever and you like get a feeling that someone's looking at you or mm-hmm. like you're somewhere, you're just somewhere. But this happened mm-hmm. to me in a car not that long ago. And you're like, feels like someone's looking at me and you like look over and someone's just like staring at you. And yeah. you're like, oh my God, that's, it's so creepy. Cause it's like, how long have they been doing that? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Well, and especially when you do like, like if you live in a city or something and you walk to and from like, the metro or, you know, you're, you have like a, a lunch spot you go to all the time and you do yeah. like the same things over routine. and over. Yeah. Routine. Yeah. That, that's when people like, I don't know, notice you or whatever. And in my case, it was like, I walk to the metro every single morning and this yeah. is like, I don't know. Oh God. Just, just having that feeling of somebody like really watching you, like really watching you, you and like looking interact forward. in the world. Like, looking forward to it every day. Like, yeah. they know you're going to come by at a certain time, and they're waiting for it. Like, at first, I was like, oh, that's, like, you know, interesting. And then I, like, really <laughs> thought about it. I really thought about it, and I was like, that's really, it really scared me. It really yeah, scared yeah. me. It scared the shit out of me. That's interesting, but, like, not in a good way. <laughs> no, I don't know. So, I don't know. If yeah. you, uh, I hope that 
everybody stay safe and that, yeah. you know, you take care of yourselves and don't, don't stalk people. Yeah. Don't stalk us. Don't do that. No. no. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, I doubt anybody ever would, but you know. Yeah. Well, you never know. <laughs> you never know. All right. Well, that's all I got to say about that. Yeah. Same. Shit. Sandy um, B. Fucking gem. Scary stuff. Poor angel of light and love. Yeah. Miscongeniality. She's <laughs> everyone's friend. And you know, she could do drama. She could do suspense, like thrillers. She can do... Comedy? Comedy. Hello? She's she so great. One of the greatest comedic... Yeah. Low-key comedic actor, comedic actors, I think. Yeah. Great timing. She looks fin- She's gorgeous. Ugh. She's aged impeccably. My yeah. God. Oh, my God. She's a philanthropist. Thra- philanthropist. <laughs> I was like, I know I know. there's the word philanthropic. What's the word where it's like a singular person? Yeah. Philanthropist. <laughs> philanthropist. Philanthropist. Um, yeah, she's wonderful. And yeah. it's. Uh, I'm sad that she had to deal with that in her life. And uh, it's really sad that the person that felt compelled to do that uh, was, took their life and had a hard time. Yeah. Had a hard time. So it's all yeah. sad. It's all sad. So, um, but yeah. But like follow us on social media or whatevs. Yeah, whatevs. Like, um, don't. Like, don't follow and not, us too closely. Not in a creepy way. <laughs> <laughs> it's at DTFU Podcast on all the platforms, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. We have a secret group. Join that. You're going to have to answer some questions. They're no mm-hmm. big deal if you're a listener. Yeah. Uh, and if you're not, we'll know. We'll know. Um, but then we wouldn't be talking to you specifically. So um, check out our Patreon. Yep. Uh, check out our website, dtfu.com. You can find all these things. I mean, dtfupodcast.com. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You can find all of these things on there, and it's just like a good fun time. All right. Um, love you guys a lot. Yeah. Oh. Be excellent to each other and to yourselves. Yeah. Oh, good. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs>